You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Trevor Story and the Rockies are playing host to Buster Posey and the Giants. Colorado has not lost to San Francisco at Coors Field this season, and the home team would look to continue the trend. Trevor Story just did something. Wow. Three quarters of the way up the grandstands and left gone. Touch him all time for Trevor. And the Rockies lead it two to nothing. Tie block with a pitch. Ripped into left center field. That's going to be extra bases. May score a run. LeMahieu at second. He hits third. He will score into second base. Arenado with a stand-up RBI double. The Rockies lead it 3-1. to one. The pitch to Reynolds. Pulled it down the left field line. That's going to be a fair ball on extra bases. There he breaks out of the slump. Mark Reynolds with an RBI double. 4-1 to one Rockies. Pitch to Desmond, swinging a drive to right center field. That's going to be extra bases. That will score Reynolds. Desmond on his way to second. He's going to get there standing up. There goes the runner, and it's a line drive base hit to left center field. And with Talkman running, they're going to send him. He's around third. He will score on a pinch hit double by Carlos Gonzalez. Tuesday's win puts the Rockies back at 10 games over 500. They're 74 and 64 on the season. Here's the manager, Bud Black. Yeah, that was good tonight as far as, you know, some big hits. You know, we got rolling there the inning. We scored the four runs. DJ got it started. Then we had, uh, you know, Nolan with a nice at-bat, you know, worked through the at-bat and got a change up up and hammered into left center. Uh, Mark got a ball up, squared it up down in the corner. Uh, and a couple outs, and then Ian with a with a big two out double the other way. That was a good swing too. So uh, that was a good inning. I mean, that's inning uh, that uh, you know we should look at uh, you know as an as a Rockies inning. You know that happened a lot uh, numerous times during the course of the season. Ha- hasn't happened much lately. Obviously, we've talked about that with runners in scoring position and and bunching hits together. But that was good to see. I think once we got second time through the lineup and. You know, saw you know saw this lefty stuff a little bit. Uh, we had better we had better swings, but you know he's he's deceptive. He's got a good changeup. He's got a good breaking ball. Spots the fastball. Uh, pitches aggressive. Little funky delivery, but uh, we timed him up a little better as the game went on. Look what you see from Chatty tonight. You know, Chatty, good stuff. Uh, you know, fastball was live. You know, not great command, obviously, but uh, you know got two big double plays. You know, when the ball's down, it has great action, has great sinking action. It's tough to dig out. So the two double plays. Uh, then he had the big punch out of, of Pence with a really hard cutter slider. You know, the, the pitch that he, you know, throws in the upper 80s around 90 that has great action, you know, horizontally across the zone. But, you know, he turned it loose for 60 pitches. And that sort of was the expectation, Ed, was you know, for him to <clears throat> to go as uh, hard as he can for as long as he can, and that's what he did. And he he got uh, got us three zeros, and then the rest of the guys, I think there were eight of them, right? We ran out there. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Is that some kind of record worn or not in a nine inning game? <laughs> no. Okay. Anyhow. 
played yep. all season. What's made him be able to pitch so many innings and still be so productive? Well, uh, you know, he, he's, a, he's a pitcher that, you know, within his, you know, exertion level, uh, you know, makes pitches. You know, he's a guy, he's a, he's a classic, he's a classic pitcher. Changes speeds, he has some deception, he moves the ball around the strike zone. Uh, he can he can dot the fastball on both sides of the plate. He pitches. I mean, he, he truly pitches. So his stuff is, you know, the stuff has, you know, good action to it. You know, the changeup, you know, dives away from right-handed hitters. He's got a tight little slider. So, I mean, don't overlook the stuff. But, uh, you know, he's a guy that, you know, truly can handcuff, you know, both left and right-handed, uh, left and right-handed hitters. So, uh, he's he's very valuable. You know, we talked about that today. I think I, I talked to Jack about the decision on on Russ, or I think it was all you guys, maybe uh, Russ or Chatwood. And you know, we used him last night to help us win. We used him tonight to help us win. We'll probably have to give him a couple of days now, but <clears throat> you know, he'll help us win again. You know, he makes pitches. He's a pitch maker. Right. Right. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, you know, sort of, uh, kids a little bit. I think that, you know, we were hoping that, you know, Chatty could, you know, get us through three and possibly four. And then where we were, uh, in our, in our order, whether to get, whether to get one inning out of somebody there in the middle of the game and then a two inning spot. But as it turned out, uh, you know, it was good to get Russ in there, the lineup where it was. We thought he could go through. You know, the first inning, I think, it was Sandoval and a few other fellas, and then uh, it would swing back to the top of the order. Uh, worked out where, you know, we had to bring in Estevez to, you know, get Pence again, and we thought it was a two-inning spot there, and that's where Sensatella came into play. So I mean, we had a we had a we had a plan going in that, you know, we were going to use, you know, depending on the score, and if we were in the lead or close. Probably the Chatwood Russ and combo through the first five, and then uh, we had Sensatella on our mind. And then if we got deeper in the game, the Nishak, McGee, Holland were all in play. So. No, for me, no, no. Uh, <clears throat> I, you know, what's what's great about it is there's so many guys that contributed. You know, that's the thing where the the whole team contributed to this one. Even, you know, down to Talkman. Uh, you know, uh, pinch running and, you know, going on the 3-1 count and cargo contributing. Tony Walters coming in and catching Holland and doing a nice job in the ninth. Uh, you know, a lot of contributions, you know, throughout the game and all the guys who, who got some outs. You know, Otto getting posy there when the momentum shifted. So that's, that's, I think that's what I feel good about is how our guys contributed to this one. Yeah. Yeah, on a breaking ball, breaking pitch, yeah. Probably ball four. You know, uh, again, uh, you know, I, you know, the first two pitches to Posey looked really good uh, from the from my uh, from my seat in the dugout. So I knew that Otto was, you know, he wasn't all over. and he came back and, uh, you know, I think that, you know, got to 3-0, but then it threw a 3-1 strike and then a, you know, 3-1 strike or a 3-0 strike and then a 3-1 strike and then threw a 3-2 breaking ball that he fouled off. You know, that was probably going to be a strike. And then, you know, the ball that 
he struck out on was, you know, obviously off the plate it looked like. But, you know, you gotta you gotta be ready to pull the trigger when a guy's going 95 miles an hour and has a, you know, from that arm slot when it comes out, you know, you don't a lot of times you don't know where it's gonna go as a as a hitter. The Rockies pound out 13 hits in all in the victory, two of which came from backstop Jonathan Lucroy, who went two for four with an RBI. I felt great. I mean, obviously, uh, putting some good ABs together, guys up and on the line of contributing, that's what it's all about. You know, it can't just be one or two guys, the three guys are in the game. I mean, we, we need a whole line to contribute to take this thing where we want to go. So, yeah, definitely a good game. Hopefully we can take this momentum and take it into tomorrow and uh, close the series out. What's it like when you have to catch eight different pitchers over the course of the game? It's all good, man. I mean, you just got to be ready for it, you know, and uh, just be, be ready for anything, anything, be prepared for anything. And uh, guys from the bullpen came in, did a good job. We had a couple hiccups here and there, but, you know, we picked each other up, and that's what it's all about, you know. I mean, no one's going to be perfect, but as long as we can put up more damage than they can, I mean, that's what that's what it's all about. You made some fantastic blocks behind the plate. In fact, you were sliding to your left and to your right. How do you work on plays like that over the course of a season? Honestly, I learned a long time ago that you, you can't really uh, work on that. You just got to kind of get in front of it and hope it hits you, if that makes any sense. Um, you know, I mean, it's uh, just it's kind of one of those things. Just got to be ready to wear it, and uh, that's what I do. Just try to get in front of it, let it hit me, and hopefully it, goes, it stays in front of me. I met your parents. Your parents told me that you looked at Coors Field as a former player, as a, as a guy coming in, and you said this is the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful stadiums in baseball. Do you still feel that same way? Oh, man, I mean, I, the bullpen, I don't usually like going to the bullpen because it's not fun. But the bullpen here is awesome. I mean, obviously you can see it. I've, I've, been, I've always thought the bullpen here is great. So just going out there and you see elk and moose out there, I feel like. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool, man. I love it. The Rockies will look to complete the sweep over the Giants on Wednesday when Kyle Freeland makes the start. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.